Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Now, according to the 2021 calendar, we have just celebrated Easter, but according to our personal devotion calendar, we are just now starting John chapter 13, which would rewind us back to last Thursday. And if you grew up in a liturgical community, um, a church that celebrated liturgy and went with the church calendar timeline, it would be known as Maundy Thursday. Now, I was not raised in a tradition that was liturgical. However, I spent 23 years of my career working in a liturgical tradition. So I'm very familiar with Maundy Thursday. And what Maundy Thursday is, is when Jesus took his 12 disciples and they went to the upper room and there they shared a meal and Jesus washed his disciples' feet. So that's where we find ourselves today in John chapter 13. I hope you had a chance to take a look at this before today. There's so much going on. I know I say that a lot, but really, really a lot going on. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Verse one says before the Passover celebration. So that's giving us kind of a time context. Remember, So many people filed into Jerusalem for the Passover celebration, high, holy Jewish holiday. And so it would have just been jam-packed with people. And immediately after it says, Jesus knew that his hour had come. Hmm. Well, if you've been with me for all 13 chapters of John, or even the last 11, we know that in John chapter 2, the wedding at Cana, what did Jesus say to his mother? I'm going to paraphrase. He said, mom, I cannot do this miracle for you because my time has not yet come. And actually, if you've uh, watched the show, The Chosen, which if you haven't, I highly recommend it, the series, The Chosen on Pure Flix. Or if you just know the Hebrew word, ima, Jesus referred to his mother as ima. So he would have said, he wouldn't have said mom. He would have said, ima, my time has not yet come. But what is he saying now? Jesus knew that his hour had come. He knew his earthly ministry was done. He knew he was within 24 or so hours until he was going to be tried and crucified. He knew this was coming. And I don't know if the rest of you listening to me today are at all anxiety prone, but I don't know that anyone couldn't be if you knew what was facing you like Jesus knew. And trust me, he knew. And yet he took time to have supper with his best friends, his disciples. Now it says that the devil had already prompted Judas. Don't think for a second, Jesus didn't know that. In fact, he does know. And as if as we kind of roll into tomorrow's devotion, we're going to talk a whole lot more about how much Jesus actually did know. But after the meal, It says in verse four, he got up from the table, he being Jesus, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. This is unheard of. This is the lowliest task 
that you could ask a servant to do, to wash someone's dirty, filthy, stinky, disgusting feet. And no one asked Jesus to do it. He chose to do it. He is showing a genuine act of love to these people whom he deeply loves. And so Peter was like, I don't think so. You will never wash my feet. To which Jesus replies, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. So then Peter goes zero to 60 and says, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet, which sounds like a, kind of a flippant thing to say. I think because of the the close nature of Peter and Jesus, sometimes Peter just speaks off the cuff, but I believe what he means to say is take it all. I surrender all. I submit all to you, master. And in verse 12, when Jesus, when it says, after washing their feet, he, Jesus, put on his robe again, and he sat down and he asked. And here Jesus just speaks to them so gently, so tenderly, so simply. And I will read it for you. He says, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. Listen to this. It's really good. I have given you an example to follow. Does anyone remember Jesus saying, follow me, follow me, do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth. Slaves are not greater than their master, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. And now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. I believe we live live in such a polarized world where it's the haves versus the have-nots. We pit colors of skin versus each other, the races, the genders, the, the people who are doing things right versus the people who are not. And I'm talking about those of us in the church as well as in the secular community. Jesus is leveling the playing field. Remember the phrase, the oh see, I can't remember the phrase. <laughs> it, it's it's level right in front of the cross. That's not quite what it is. You can tell I'm obviously speaking off the cuff, just like Peter did. But what he's saying is, is there is no one more important than another in the kingdom of God. You are all deeply and wonderfully loved by Jesus, by the Father, and we are to serve one another. And in order to show our love and devotion to Jesus, we are to follow him and to be like him. I know that I am over my five minutes, but a brief, brief personal story. The church in which I was uh, employed and able to participate in for the last 23 years was a liturgical community. And so we did celebrate Maundy Thursday. And so one particular year, one of my very favorite pastors decided she wanted to do a foot washing which some people recoiled as you can see the the disciples did as well. I can't have I can't have Pastor Bonnie washing my feet up near the altar in front of the church. However, she asked if our family would do it and and so because we thought that sounded like a cool thing to do, we did. Well, I had no idea what an emotional situation that was going to be for me to have someone who I treasured as a dear friend and pastor wash my feet. And it sounds like such a simple act, but if you've never had the opportunity to have your feet washed, or even more importantly, to wash someone else's feet, I highly 
recommend it. It's an act of humility and love that might just surprise you how emotional it is. Please make sure you come back tomorrow. I alluded a little bit to what was going on with Jesus's betrayal, but we're going to dive in headfirst about Jesus predicting his own betrayal right here tomorrow morning. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage, then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.